Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 298 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show helped engineering and software professionals develop soft skills to unlock hidden potential and remove self-imposed roadblocks. This includes leadership training and development, career and mindset coaching, and personal branding. He is the founder of More Than Engineering and the host of the Engineering Career Coach podcast, So it's my pleasure to welcome to this podcast, Jeff Perry. Phil, I'm so excited to be here. I love what you're building here with the IT Career Energizer and just happy to be a part of it. Well, it's great to have you on the podcast. Um, I think maybe a good starting point would be if you could tell us a little bit about more than engineering and what you're doing with that and how you're developing that and the podcast and so forth. Yeah, well, thanks. So more than engineering really came from this place of trying to help people go beyond just the technical engineering pieces to to who they are and what they do. Sometimes engineers can really define themselves in some limited ways with the skills they think that they have or the the future opportunities that they may have. And And so the name more than engineering really is to help people see that they're more than just engineers and also that we can go beyond Uh, just some of the classical engineering things with the skills and the things we need to develop. So how I do that, certainly there's really personalized coaching work that I do from a foundation of mindset and personal development uh, with with people who are working on uh, career transitions, like trying to make intentional career transitions and uh, other sorts of upgrades to their career. Um, I've been able to partner with the Engineering Management Institute and become the host of the Engineering Career Coach podcast, which has been fun. I've been doing that for um, a number of months now. And, and we put out episodes every two weeks right now, but we may end up going to a weekly format in the future. But we, we talk about a lot of the same topics here, maybe not going as deeply into IT specifically as what you get to do, but, but we're talking about career, personal development, even sometimes entrepreneurship and finance things anything about personal professional development for engineers or topics and guests that we're bringing onto the show. So it's a lot of fun to be able to to work with a lot of people and and get to know a lot of people uh, based on the work I get to do now. Great. Okay. So it does sound, I mean, there's probably quite a lot of similarities between this podcast and your own in terms of the fact that a lot of this is talking about soft skills and how you use those to develop your technical skills within your career. Absolutely. There's probably a lot of overlap. And with the episodes of, of your podcast I've been able to listen to, there's there's certainly some overlap um, and, and things that people could take from both podcasts, depending on what they're trying to learn and take from their careers. Absolutely. Well, that's good to hear. So people can go over and visit your podcast and, and potentially pick up a few more tips that are relevant to them as well. So that's great. But it leads us nicely into the first question. So Jeff, can you maybe share with us a career tip that that the audience may not be aware of. Yeah, well, it's interesting you say the word aware that they may not be aware of because that's actually what I'm going to say is to increase your self-awareness. 
But and yeah. in particular, I'm going to talk about your awareness around your mindset. And when I talk about mindset, I define that as how we see and interpret the, the people we interact with, the challenges and the opportunities that we face in our life. And so by gaining greater awareness about those mental filters that we put on and some of those internal biases and things that we have and where those come from, the better we're able to actually react and respond positively and more helpfully in various situations. So I'm a huge believer in mindset as opposed to looking at maybe personality tests that I feel like sometimes get people in a place where they really define themselves from that point, that that's who they are and who they're always going to be. But mindset development helps us understand that this is where I'm at right now, but I can continue to grow and change and develop in those ways uh, over time. And and science continues to show us and, and neurology that, that our brains continue to be able to learn, develop, and gain new connections over the course of our lives if we intentionally build those things. So increasing self-awareness and committing to that process is what I would suggest. Yes. It's interesting you you talk about personality tests because simply because I was listening to somebody else talking about this last week, I think it was, and they were saying that they don't value personality tests um, in, in, in that it only gives you a measurement of somebody at a given point in time because from their perspective, they're always growing and then always learning new things and developing new skills. And therefore, how you might how the result of a personality test might look now as opposed to what it might look like in six months' time is likely to be different. So, yeah, you can argue about personality tests. I'm not, I'm not a fan myself. Um, and I think it is more about how you develop yourself and your mindset and so forth. Yeah, so if people do take personality tests, I just say to be careful and look like you were just saying, hey, this is a snapshot. This is what I'm saying right now and what this is telling me about how I'm reacting and responding to things today. But if there's something in there that you would rather be different and, and change and adjust, then we can look at that as a growth opportunity, that there is an opportunity there for us to, to grow and develop a new skill, just like anyone would develop a technology skill. We can develop the personality and, and trait skills and, and differences if those are things that we want to do. Now, I'm not saying that we need, if there's someone who's an introvert, that they need to be extroverted. Um, and we can look at some of those natural tendencies that we have, certainly, but we don't need to feel stuck by what a personality tells us, that we feel like we're always going to be that way and not be able to grow and develop. Yeah, I mean, this is a subject we could talk about for a while, because I've got particular views about the, the whole idea of how you measure somebody, and you sort of put them into a a box, don't you, by by setting boundaries around what they are and, and sort of defining it for them. And I don't think that necessarily is particularly helpful when it comes to self, you know, career development or self-development. But that that's my opinion anyway. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you on on that one, Phil. So yeah, we could definitely yeah. talk about this for a long time, but <laughs> we can move <laughs> on. Yes. So, um, Jeff, can you tell us about your worst career moment and what you learned from that experience? Yeah. So as I was thinking about this, I, I really went back to actually my first job out of university. I got my undergraduate degree in mechanical engineering, but I had an opportunity to do software development on engineering systems right out of college. And I did that 
purposefully to try and learn some new skills and develop and, and gain access and insight into a different industry and, and set of skills that I wanted. But it didn't actually take me that long for me personally to realize that full on 100% doing technical software development and IT work was not for me. Okay. And so yeah. that was kind of a, a, a fear based um, and scary moment for me because I felt like I'd made this jump and I was taking on a new challenge. And then when I realized that I don't actually like this that much, I don't actually like you know, developing software and writing code all the time. Um, I actually found myself getting a little bit bored and therefore felt stuck in some of the technologies I was using and unsure of how to make the next move and um, got really scared about how am I going to you know, figure out what's, what's next for me. And that was a, a really fearful place for me for a moment. And um, I was able to, to break out of that and find some new opportunities. But certainly with regards to IT, recognizing that for me, full IT, at least fully technical work was not the, the best fit for me long term. It's, it's always interesting when you when you identify something, you try something new, it doesn't necessarily work out. But but making sure that you understand at a given point in time that it's not for you and you make a clear decision rather than letting it continue. I think that's the key, isn't it? It really is. And so I had to break through some of those fear barriers and things like that and identify the things that I really did like. So even in that job, I had opportunities when I was able to identify things that I did like. And so took on some business analyst type responsibilities and some of the things we were doing around Agile and Scrum and some of the, the work we needed to do within the team. I found that I gravitated towards doing that sort of work. And I was able to really do a great job for the team and helping us organize and keep things moving and, and organize the work together and communicate with stakeholders and product owners and different things like that that we were working for. And so there were those other elements outside of the, the strictly technical things that I found that I did do and enjoyed and did pretty well. And I wouldn't have known that if I didn't take on some of those responsibilities um, I also, during that same time, because I felt like I wasn't able to use kind of all of my creative um, opportunities, I started a, a side business and started doing some things where I was uh, doing some work on the internet and, and sourcing physical products and selling them online and doing different things. So that was kind of my first step into entrepreneurship. And that unlocked some other ideas and skills and things within me too, that I was able to work on outside of my main job. And also learned some new technical skills too and building my first personal websites and other things like that. And so just finding ways that I could dive into other skills and other opportunities and take on new challenges helped me break out of that moment when I felt kind of stuck and, and fearful of what could be possible in the future. Yeah, I think you're right in terms of the fact that you, it's not necessarily you try something, it's not for you and you've lost it what you did you picked up a number of new skills that you can potentially take with you into whatever you do next so there's always a benefit isn't there absolutely and and the things i learned there have helped me go into the next few roles that i've been able to do and certainly as i've started my business too so so those skills and the things i learned and the lessons i learned through those experiences have not been lost and that time was not lost because i've been able to use that and find meaning in those moments even Though I could look at that as a failure, I don't look at that now that I look back on it that way. 
Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. so more of a learning. Jeff, can you tell us about your career highlights? Well, there's a lot of things I could point to, but certainly with regards to what I'm doing now and, and the business and the, the work that I'm really passionate about, I would say just being able to work with my first client as I started my business and seeing the growth, transformation, and success that he was able to have. When I first started my business, I was kind of coming from nothing in terms of personal development and coaching and things like that. I was building something from scratch. I really took a risk in leaving my corporate job and saying, this is what I'm going to do right now. Uh, and, and it took a while before I was able to build something and, and get that first client. But, but to see and working with him and seeing the, the process that we went through together, but seeing how many challenges he overcame, he had so many barriers to finding his next career opportunity. Uh, he had to deal with immigration issues. He was working a minimum wage job at a gas station to try and make ends meet. And this is someone with a master's degree. Um, and he was dealing with the crushing weight of student loans and then the pandemic and the anxiety and everything that was piling on him. Um, he worked on so many things and he actually ended up with three fantastic job offers in the end that he could choose from and, and is now uh, midst, in the midst of growing his career months into his, his new role. Uh, but he... What? But really seeing him go through the process and put in the work, it's really, truly an honor for me to be a part of that and see the growth of this other person. Um, and we still keep in touch frequently as he shares the, the growth and new things that he's learning and, and ways that uh, he's um, been able to, to benefit from the, the things that we worked on beyond just landing that, that new job. And so it's, it's a real honor to, to do that. So that first person I was able to do that with um, is a real highlight for me. Absolutely. It's something you can refer back to and it gives you the confidence, doesn't it, that you know you can help people. And and as you, you know, talk to more people, presumably you can draw on that experience to help others. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Jeff, what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers and technology? So when I think about this, obviously, we know that technology is going to define so much of the growth that we're, we're seeing now in industry and, and also in the future. We can think about economic growth, but also social things that we can solve through technological opportunities and so much more. There's so much opportunity and impact that can be made in the field of IT and technology if we can do some of these things right. So and just being a part of that for me, um, being a part of building the people behind the technology. So as we make more tools and we utilize more and more things like uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning and other things, we still need to recognize that these technologies, as we grow, there are still humans behind that that create these functions, that create these algorithms, that create these machines and softwares and processes and the technology that solve these problems for us. And it's my work and my passion to help those people be their best and in the best situation so that they can thrive and create then the right solutions in technology to save and improve lives. So I like to think about now in my work as a, as a coach that I build people rather than when I used to build products uh, in the past. Um, but I want them to be the best people they can to build the right technology. 
Yes, it's a great way of looking at it as well. Um, and presumably, do you talk to people when you're coaching them about their contribution and, and the difference that they're going to make? Because as you say, it's all about people in the end and what we can deliver in terms of products and services. Yeah, absolutely. I want them to think in, in longer terms as far as the things that they care about and the, the values they have and the, the way that they want their, their life to live or life to lead, but also to develop mindsets about how they're working with the people inside of their uh, jobs and, and career opportunities. And then also the way that they can think about the impact they're having on other stakeholders and things. Certainly the customers they're going to be delivering to um, with, with the products and services that they create. So we need to be constantly thinking about that in terms of not just our, our selfish desires and, and concerns, but thinking about the people that we impact with the various pieces that we um, deliver with the technology and the things we do in our lives. Okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. Are you ready for this? Absolutely. So I'm not sure how relevant the next one will be, but we'll try it. So what first attracted you to a career in technology? Yeah, so we talked about this a little bit earlier. I had a mechanical engineering degree, but the opportunity to go into technology and IT and software was to learn something new. I wanted to learn more about software development, agile and automation and those things. And, and I really did get that opportunity. So I'm grateful for that. What is the best career advice you've ever received? Truth is a gift. So, so many times when uh, we're, we're scared to tell people the truth. Um, but when we actually tell people the, the truth about what's really going on and, and how we're feeling about something, we're actually doing them a service. But when we keep things to ourselves, it doesn't help anyone and actually often builds resentment in ourselves and other people and causes more problems down the line. So tell the truth because truth is a gift. It, it is. I think I might sort of temper that with telling the truth is, as you say, important, but the way you deliver and communicate it can have just as much um, of an effect or an impact depending on how you do it so delivering a truth very bluntly can actually be quite destructive but if you deliver it in a way that's constructive it can have a different impact i would wholeheartedly agree with that as well phil um, yep. and, and so some people can can tend too far one way or the other they're going to go way too blunt and telling the truth or they're going to go way too far in keeping things there themselves and not telling the truth. Um, that's some of the mindset principles that I'd talk about. Like you really need to examine how you are seeing and what's the reason behind what you're sharing. Um, and that's going to really highly influence the way that you actually deliver the messages that you need to deliver to someone. Exactly. Yes. And what is the worst career advice you've ever received? I'd say stick around and stay with something that feels stable and secure. Um, now, I'm going to temper that as well a little bit. And there's something to be said for this, you know, with, with certain things and all the uncertainty that we're dealing with in life. But sometimes we overvalue stability in our careers, um, which actually limits our growth opportunities. And so if you, if you overvalue that, you're actually going to regret it over time if you don't take some risks yeah. and challenges. Indeed. So feeling a little bit uncomfortable, but not excessively so. <laughs> Correct. If you were to begin your career again in today's world, what would you do? 
So if we're thinking about some of the technologies and stuff, I probably would have spent some more time and, and still could diving into some of the realms of data science and visualization working with data. I'm pretty naturally good at working with numbers, but no, certainly not on the scale that technology can allow us to do these days. And so I would have spent some more time working on some of those uh, skills and technologies earlier on. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? So mostly it's around the business and the impact that I can uh, create in my, my coaching practice. So like we talked about building people through these services and really looking for ways to not just help uh, dozens of people, which I've already been able to, to do, but but finding ways that I can get some of the messages and the transformations out to help hundreds and perhaps eventually even thousands of engineers and technical professionals improve their careers and their personal lives. And this is a relevant one, I think, very much for you. So what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? I'd say some of the communication things, but also really being able to see different perspectives. Um, I think uh, so often we focus on who's right and who's wrong in today's world, but it's not about whether we agree or disagree with each other as much. It's about can we understand the other person that we're trying to communicate with and where are they coming from and and what is driving them? What's the motivation? If we can understand people rather than just seek to agree or disagree and, and figure out who's right and wrong, then we can help to influence and help each other come together in more meaningful ways. So that, that ability to, to really seek to understand people in a meaningful way rather than just um, figuring out if you agree or disagree is, is really critical. Yeah, well, I think that's very true. We, we tend to live in in our own minds in a very black and white world, don't we? Things are, are <laughs> it's either yes or no, um, but it, there is far more to it, isn't there? Yeah, there absolutely is. And um, I think that can can help in, in many respects with some of the challenges we face moving forward. Yeah. And what do you do to keep your own career energized? It's really for me about finding something new to learn and some way to grow. If I ever feel like I'm stagnant or feeling complacent with what I'm doing, then that's where I, I feel like I start to, to break down. And those have been the times when I've made career transitions in the past. So when I get bored, it's time to find a new challenge and take on a new thing so I can stay energized and keep learning and growing in some way. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? A uh, number of things. I have a lovely family, a, a beautiful wife and, and three kids. So they certainly keep me busy. Um, I, I enjoy playing sports. I, I recently, the last few months, started picking up the, the sport of pickleball, which is new for me. Uh, but I play some some other sports as well and like to, to get outside and, and be in nature when I can um, in different ways. So just a few things there. So plenty to keep you busy then, particularly with the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, certainly. It uh, keeps us on our toes for sure, but uh, wouldn't trade it. Jeff, can you share a parting piece of career advice? Yeah, so as you move forward, I'd say don't try and do everything alone, whether that's a transition you're trying to make or help that you need in your current role or something you need to learn. Um Engineers and technology professionals are so smart and that's fabulous and they have so many skills that they're building on. 
but but get help from other people and build relationships. Sometimes it may be worthwhile to invest in a coach or some uh, training resources and other things that'll keep you growing and, and being your best self. And these investments are things investments in ourself that pay off as much as any other financial investments we'd ever do. So invest in yourself, get help, don't try and do everything on your own. Yeah, that is good advice, definitely. And Jeff, how can we find out more about you and connect with you? Certainly. So you can look up the podcast that I host, the Engineering Career Coach Podcast on virtually any podcast platform. Uh, I'm really active on LinkedIn. You can find me, Jeff Perry, there, or I've got a couple websites. My main website, morethan-engineering.com, or um, I've got a, a free training resource on people looking at career transitions. They can go find it, engineeringcareeraccelerator.com and get some free resources and learn more about my more intense programs. Good. Excellent. So those those links will all be in the show notes on the uh, IT Career Energizer website. So if anybody wants to find those or check those out, they'll be there. Um, Jeff, thank you. That was great. Really appreciate you being on the podcast today. So glad to be here, Phil. Thanks for all you're doing and look forward to seeing the continued impact you're, you're building with IT Career Energizer. Thanks for having me. Hi, Phil here again. Just a final few words from me. Firstly, I'd like to thank my guests for sharing their career tips, experiences and insights with us on the show today. As you probably know, there have been more than 200 guests on the show so far, and I'm continuing to try to attract new guests that can provide great insights to all of us. However, to enable me to do this, I need to ensure that the podcast continues to grow and reach an extended audience. And you can help me in doing this by subscribing to the show and providing a rating and review in whichever platform you listen to. Thanks again for your support, and until next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.